0: We're continuing on with our discipleship training, amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, now um, those of you all who've been, you know, with this from the beginning, you should be able to uh, see much more than what you normally would would see, you know, prior to. And so, uh, let's see what you can see today. Hallelujah. Yep. Hallelujah. Right. You know, so. Um, before we get started, we're going to enter into the world of scripture via poem. hallelujah. us welcome to my world, a place where the natural eyes can't see, where your physical bodies can't be, where the first is last, where the last is first, the first is last, the end is told from the beginning, and when it appears, as no one is losing; they're actually winning. Where trumpets are depicted as voices, and the persecuted righteous don't complain but actually rejoices. Here, swords are likened to the word; the demons are bird, the dead are yet alive; the living are actually dead. Blood and flesh are even depicted as wine and bread. It's a place wherein the humble are depicted as poor, and the poorer one becomes the later found to be that much richer. I'm speaking of no other place than the Yasin awesome world of Scripture. So please turn off your phones, perk up your ears, and get ready to listen. For is about to begin teaching. Hallelujah. Yeah. All right. So we're we'll continuing on exploring the story of Israel. All right. Israel. You know. <clears throat> He's depicted in scripture as the son of Elohim, even because he is the son of Elohim. So, let's recap. We started this um, last week, and so um, some may recall, be some may not. We're gonna do just a short little recap. Amen. Amen. All right. So we're gonna rewind a little bit. Last week we we spoke about Israel and you know him being the son of Elohim, and we spoke about how they're. There are um, two types of Israelites, if you will. There are um, native-born Israelites, you know, uh, those who were born in Israel, and those that are, that have become or are becoming Israel. You know, and those who have become or are becoming Israel are finding their identity as sons and daughters of Elohim. We also spoke about Losing citizenship. You know, Israel is a nation. You know, in other words, it's a many member body. And just like you can become an Israelite, you can lose your citizenship, citizenship and become an ex Israelite. Amen. You know, and so we spoke about this a little bit and, you know, let people know like, hey, you know, like this is, this is a a privilege, not a right. You know, and so like you can lose this privilege of being the son or daughter of Elohim, amen? You know, so for those who have not, we say, welcome to Israel, you know, now. Consider Genesis 46 too. It says, And Elohim spoke to Israel in the visions of the night and said, Yaakov,' Yacob. And he said, Here am I. So now that we're Israel, where do we go from here? You know, and this, uh, I went here because, you know, Yah is going to instruct Israel. You know, verse 3 of Genesis 46, he goes on to say, And he said, I am Elohim, the Elohim of your father. Fear not to go down in the Mishraim, for I will... Um, there, make of you a great nation. I will go down with you. Verse 4. I will go down with you into Mizraim, And I will also surely bring you up again. And Yosef shall put his hand upon your eyes. Now, when he said, I will bring you, I will surely bring you up again. He was talking about the nation. When he was saying Yosef should put his hands on your eyes. He was talking about the physical death, you know, of of Yahweh. Because we know even though Yaqah died, Israel lived on. You know, and so um another thing that I wanna point out is that Israel did not have a natural birth. You know, and you know that this is something that a lot of people, you know, seem to miss, you know, because you know they 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 get so focused on physical Israel, but in all actuality, Israel was always a picture of a spiritual being. Hence, Israel never had a physical birth. Yaakov had a had a physical birth, but then he became Israel. He wasn't born Israel. Amen. He became Israel. You know, the same as some of us become Israel. We weren't born Israelites. We become Israelites. We we become sons and daughters of Elohim. Amen? Amen. You know, and that's and you know, I, I just wanted to stress that just a tad bit, you know, because there's so many people who's putting the focus on the physic the physical aspect of things. You know, so uh no one you know uh israel no one should should think that israel was physically birthed wasn't mm-hmm. you know from the very conception one became mm-hmm. Israel you know so understand that all right so here it is y'all was telling and um In in that passage, Yah was telling Yaakov to uh, or Israel and Yaakov to go to Mizraim, my man. So, guess what they did? They went to Mizraim, you know. So now we have Israel and Mizraim. Now, what did Yah say he was going to do with Israel and Mizraim? Absolutely, make them a great nation, you know, so, you know, I, it's, it's important that we see that because, you know, if not, you, you know, you can, especially in today's time, you can get mixed up and you can, you can lose sight of what scripture speaks of Israel as. Because today we have a place called Israel, you know, Israel was never a place. It was always a people. From his very conception, it was a person, not a place. Amen? Amen. You know, so I don't want anyone to get misconstrued into thinking because they call a certain place Israel that that's what Scripture is talking about. No, Scripture is speaking of a people, you know, and it always has spoken of a people in speaking of Israel. You know, so please understand. You know, so now we have Israel and Misraim So Israel is in Misraim to become a great nation. You know, you can, you know, um, and truly Israel would become a nation, but they're also there to do something else. And, you know, that is uh, actually to learn because Misraim was also the learning center you know um for the world you know during that time you know and you know in Israel in script I mean misraim in scripture represents the word the letter of the word and so they were in misraim to learn you know and so to learn and to multiply and grow into a nation all right now how many of you you all remember we did a whole series on patterns and parallels when we started the discipleship course, we did a whole series on patterns and parallels. And I was trying to stress the importance of patterns and parallels so that one might be able to see some of the deeper things in scriptures. If you're not able to pick up on the patterns and parallels of scripture, then you're going to be very limited as as far as, you know, what is revealed to thee, you know, because much of it. Is found within the patterns and parallels. This is how you understand things. This is how you get your your witnesses to to um, you know uh, to things that you see. You know. So that said, you know, I have a question. What is the pattern pattern or the parallel to the Exodus, or to I should say, the pattern or the parallel to Israel being in Mitzrayim. The disciples, uh, What? We want to stay. We we want to stay on the um earlier her- on the west side of the of the Jordan. Uh, you know, yeah. So like. What what foreshadowed Besides Abraham, don't 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 give me that example. What what foreshadowed uh Israel and Israel? Yosef and his brother? Yosef and his brother. Um which brother? Uh Benyamin. Yosef and Ben Well, Yosef definitely you know, but you know, all of Israel wasn't there. You know, Yosef was there alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until he held him. Flesh and spirit was tried to try to save him, didn't he? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Think about it for a minute. You know, um <coughs> Say again. You said pre crossing the Jordan? Did yes, you, yes. Or parallel Yeah. Pattern or parallel to, the to, Exodus. to uh, well, well, we'll say we'll say to, to Israel being in misreign, you know, to Israel being being in Egypt, you know, uh, which it does extend into the Exodus, you know, but there's a there's a there's a pattern that preceded it or a parallel that preceded it, you know, uh, just when Moshe was when in Midian, he was called. Uh, no sir. You know, but um uh, no sir. Think about it and then you know we'll talk about it afterwards. You know, because I want to give you some time to think about it. Can you say the question again? You know, the pattern of the parallel um that foreshadowed Israel in this rain. And so I'm going to ask for the answer after the lesson. (laughs) Hallelujah. So I just put it out there. All right. (laughs) You know. All right. So once y'all sends a Israel into Missraim and they they grow, they grow tremendously, you know, then he calls them out of Misraim, I man. Alright, so then he calls them out of Misraim. You know, and you know, I chose this particular picture for a reason because you know, because this the Exodus was a foreshadowing of uh, another pattern or parallel, you know. Uh and this is an easy one. You know give me uh, a post Yortin example of the Exodus. Sure, post That's <laughs> The
1: Yeah the yard, post yard.
0: So after they crossed. Yeah, you know, the oh, oh. uh, Exodus out of Babylon. Out of Babylon. name uh, that's, that's possible. Uh, not quite what I was looking for. You said Exodus? So from like absolutely that is actually it he said when they were free from the Pharisees and the the scribes and the Sadducees you know yes that you know that was the Exodus you know post yarding. you know and even you know if you think about the story you even had a yarding involved right you know uh, you had a baptism you know and you had a yard involved and you have Yah's people coming through, they're, they're making a grand exodus, you know, uh, and, you know, Mitzrayim was destroyed in both cases, you know, because Jerusalem is spiritual, Mitzrayim, right? So you see there, there's a pattern, there's a parallel, you know, um, with the exodus, you know. Um, but with the story of Israel, you know, Yah brings, he brings his, his son, you know, out of Mitzrayim. So he takes him into Mitzrayim to learn to teach him. You know, and this is this can be likened unto us. You know, getting into the word. You know, we're learning the we're learning the word. We're familiarizing ourselves with the word. You know, and and then we're being called out of the word, so to speak. You know, um, more so. Let's see. You know, we're into the temple and then we're caught out of the temple, you know, or out of the authority of the temple. You know, and so this is what we're seeing this the picture that's being painted, you know, even as um, during the time of Yahshua they were being drawn out of the authority of the temple. You know, uh, again, Pharaoh, his name means the great house, you know, and so that is a picture of the temple and here it is, you know, spiritual Misraim is Jerusalem where what, where the great house was, which the great house was, the Temple of Ohim. And in both cases, they held them uh, subjected to bondage. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we see a beautiful picture of Yah bringing them out in both cases. Mm-hmm. And so this is why I chose this particular picture because it pertains to the old as well as the new. You know, the old uh, splitting of the Red Sea or the read, see if you would, and, but the new, you got new, a new exodus that's coming through, you know, and then uh, I just love the truck in the middle too, carrying uh, uh, Joseph's bones, you know, Moses' transports, <laughs> you know, but, yeah, so, you can't go over the story of Israel without, without the grand exodus. Now, Coming out of the Exodus You're brought into The wilderness You know so here it is You, you become an Israelite You go into Ryan. You start learning the word Then you come You come out of the um, Out of the authority You know of, of the temple And you're into the wilderness And like you know that is there For a time stamp you know for those of us so we'll know where we are you know so like you know there was a time when the temple was in power you know but YAH has since then destroyed the temple you know so that time stamp doesn't um, we're after that you know so uh, we have to look back in retrospect over the history of Israel in order to see where it's like some of those people like when they was reading these things you know it pertained even in the future tense for them, but, you know, and then some in the recent past, you know, just for us, it just so happened to be ancient history, you know. Uh, Nevertheless, the wilderness experience, you know, um, for many of us is is still prevalent. And so, Yah leads us into the wilderness. You know, so we come out of Mizraim, you know, and we're in this wilderness experience, even as Yahshua um, has uh, came in the likeness of Moshe and has led us out of the temple. So there's no temple in Jerusalem anymore. So he's led us out of that, you know, out of Mizraim, And now we're in this wilderness experience. You know, the wilderness is always was considered a dark place. You know, the wilderness was was where, you know, the serpents lived. It was where many of your reptiles live, you know, and going through that, you know, is an experience in and of itself. You know, it has deep spiritual signification um, for us. Now, some things happen in this wilderness experience. And so, you know, that's very pertinent to the son or daughter of Elohim. And one of the first things that happens in this wilderness experience is they get out there and they start starving. They start starving. And so, you know, they begin to complain and pray to the Most High. And he gives them manna from heaven. And you know, so he miraculously gives them food. You know, food to eat. You know, manna from heaven if you would. Now my question is, what was manna? It was heaven's bread, bread from heaven, yes. Uh no, it wasn't word. It was they it was no, it was just um teaching and instructions. It was frost on the ground. It was kinda like this stuff. I think they tried to depict it on here. You know, but it was um it was some something that they literally ate. Was it not? <laughs> you know, they. It was. Uh, it was physical. Like yeah, yeah. Tasted like, yeah, yeah, it tasted like it had honey on it. You know. Uh, so, you know. what was the spiritual significance of this matter? You know. And what i what I'm getting at is matter was physical. It was a physical food. You know, it came down and they physically ate it. Amen? You know, so manna was physical and it was eating of physical foods. You know, and so this this was a type of physical food. This this manna. Now what was the true bread from heaven? You know, because Yahshua would tell us that this manna wasn't the true bread. You know. So, what was the true bread from heaven? I thought I had a different slide right here. Well, spiritual food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I guess I messed that up, didn't I? Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, matter was the physical bread. The true bread from heaven was actually spiritual food, right? Okay. <laughs> I could. I'm on fire. <laughs> yeah, I see. <laughs> and I could have. Um, I I could have swore I had. Couple of slides before this though. Um, you know, no way I can check. But I'm, <laughs> <one> yeah, <more. laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sure I did. Okay, I'm sure I did. But okay, let's paint. You know, because I'm. Okay, so let's let's paint. Let's um, uh, you know, I want you to I want you to get your 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 paint your canvas out and, and your paint brushes and you know we're gonna do some painting. You know, uh, who wants to paint the picture for us that, that YAH is showing us with, with, uh, this manner, you know, and this physical and spiritual food, you know, anyone want to take a stab at it, anybody want to, want to try to paint the picture of what's, what's being portrayed, you know, uh, it I I could have sworn I had to slide in there you know for for the manner where you know where it speaks of it was in um, it was in John six uh, and he was speaking about you know the manner that they ate wasn't true wasn't the true bread from heaven but you know uh, he was the he was the true bread from heaven that you know they ate manna in the wilderness and died mm. you know and so. You know that's what you know. I thought was coming after that slide, you know, and then you know, hence you know, the question will would have been was, you know, what was the the true the true bread, you know, and so. But um, I'm still gonna ask the question. What? Well, it gotta be in here somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, but anyway, anybody want to take a shot at painting the picture, you know, of, of what what manna is and, you know, uh, what is is y'all trying to tell us in that, you know, now we we know that, you know, manna is, is a physical food, you know, but there's a picture being drawn here. There's something that we're supposed to, you know, get from out of this story, you know, that it's more than meet the eye, you know, so... There is a picture being being painted, and you know, even though wasn't able to present it the way I wanted to, you know, you still should be able to you know, figure it out, you know, because we've been over it a hundred times. So anybody want to give us give it a shot? Anybody want to take a stab at it? Torah is our physical, and Yahshua is our spiritual commandments. We gonna keep it pre. <coughs> york, pre yard Are you still, you still back to the first question? And, huh? Is that the same as the first question? No, one? it's not the same as the first question, but it's the same timeline. You know, we, we're only talking about, you know, during the time of Moshe. You know, so we're trying to paint the picture of what this, what this uh, manna is. You know, what, what was uh, what was this uh manner portraying, if you would? him. I think that um uh, like whenever y'all brings you to a wilderness experience, he gonna take care of you. That's what I think uh Well he definitely gonna take care of you. Yeah. And he was taken care of. Yeah. But that don't speak to what that manner was. Unleavened mm-hmm. bread. Was it it may have been unleavened. I don't know. But that's not what I'm looking for. Miss Ryan, and Canaan? Miss and Canaan? You're on the wrong side of the of the yard. Canaan is the point. is on the foot. on the other side of the yard. Uh got yeah. Say again, Yaakov in Israel. Yaakov in Israel. Hmm. Mm, no, um, you saying Yaakov was manna? <laughs> no, mm-hmm. who ate him? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Kind of, yeah, that's that's along the lines of what Brother Tim was saying, but, you know, which is true, but no, that's, that's, that's not, that's not the picture that is being painted. Let's see what I have next. Okay. So, so the picture that's being presented is a picture of Torah. Torah has two parts, though, the written and the oral Torah. And so the physical food is actually, the manas, which is the physical food, actually is painting a picture of the oral Torah. Isn't that after the Ordin's Huh? Isn't that after the ordin? They had the oral Torah before the ordin? No, it was right along the same, it was right along the same time. You know, because, you know, but it was coming through Moshe. It just wasn't corrupted yet. You know, this is why it's called this you know, the seat of Moshe. The commandments? Did you say that again? The commandments is what? What are you saying? Well the, the written part if it was part of Moshe, it was You're absolutely right. The written commandments is is which one is it, the physical food or the spiritual food? It is the spiritual food. You are correct. You know, so the, the written, the, the Ten Commandments, the commandments of Yah is the spiritual food. You know, and the oral Torah is actually the manna. You know, and a lot of people don't understand that Torah speaks to two different things. Things, you know, they're both Torah, but it speaks to an oral Torah and a written Torah. You know, it did back then and it does now. If you ask, if you ask the Yahudim. you know. So the written Torah speaks to the um, the Pentateuch or the first five books. You know, the prophets and the writings. You know, the oral Torah speaks to the Mishnah. And the gemara you know, and even you know, you can even add the um, the uh, Kabbalah and some of the other oral writings, oral traditions, you know. Now, what was the what was going on in the wilderness? It was simply a picture of these two things. It was a picture of the written Torah and the oral Torah, you know, and. This is why Yahshua said, you know, your fathers did eat manna in heaven and died because that was a type of the oral Torah. You know, manna, you know, was a physical type food. And the word that Yah gave from Mount Sinai was a spiritual type food. Now, think about the manna. It was the gathering of men, you know? And this is a picture of where the oral Torah would come from, you know? Yes, it was based upon something Y'all gave, but then it was gathered of men and then they did their own thing to it. You know, some of them fried it, some of them boiled it, some of them, you know, uh, you know did this, some of them did that, you know, but the point is, it was gathered of men every day you know and so the picture of that is you know this is some food that's being gathered of men and distributed you know um um to one another you know and even though it was it originally came from above you know it be, it became polluted you know and hence this is why when they kept it longer than they could it rotted mm-hmm. you know and so This was a picture of that oral Torah, which was gathered of men as well, you know, and distributed, you know. Now, the spiritual word, or the written Torah, is simply Yah's word. His word is infallible, it is eternal, you know, and so... Hence, we're told, Yahshua says, you know, uh, we're to live by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of Elohim. Actually, Moshe said it first, you know, um, you know, so it shows us that Yah's word is a type of food, but it's a spiritual food. It's not a physical food, you know, and it's given, you know, straight from Yah to men, you know, they didn't have to go and gather it, you know, they didn't have to put it together you know, it was given to him straight the way he wanted it. You know, and so that's the difference betwixt the two. And it's uh it's a uh, you know, if you can if you have eyes to see you it's it's a it's a beautiful picture, you know, with this uh physical manner and Yah spiritual word, you know, that that will come later. You know, first he gave him the manner, you know, and then, you know, it went up came from upon the mountain and he gave them the true food. You know, he gave them the manner to see if they would just, to see if they would obey, uh-huh. to prove them. Yep. You know, and then he gave them his the real, the real food, which was the spiritual food, the word of Elohim. You know, and one would go away, but one would last forever because it's eternal. You know, that spiritual food, you know, that spiritual food, Yah's word, still lives on today. You know, and this is why it's such a grand error for people to say, you know, the written word of Elohim, you know, um, the written Torah is done away with. That's preposterous. It can't be because it's, it's, it's literally Yah. The word of Elohim is Yahshua. In the beginning was the word, the word was with Elohim, the word was Elohim. You know, so you see, this, this is that, it was that spiritual food even back then. You know, and so he has always been the true word of Elohim. He's always been the true food of Elohim, the true spiritual food. And we're supposed to become spiritual beings and spiritual beings eat spiritual food. Physical beings eat physical food. And so those physical beings that ate that physical food, they also died a physical death. But those of us who become spiritual beings and eat of the spiritual food will live spiritually forever. You know, and it's a beautiful picture in that, you know, uh, I don't know where the rest of my slides went. (laughs)
1: But it looked like we done. Oh,
0: wow, wow, wow. Something did not go right. <laughs> but I guess that's all I have for you today, you know. It wasn't supposed to be like that, but hallelujah anyway. You know Yeah, that we'll take taking the questions. Yeah, it wasn't supposed to be Oh well. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened with that. It was it was fine when I loaded it, you know, but Show up early again. <laughs> yeah, I see. You know, like <laughs> next time you stay there, you make certain, you know, do your triple check. Didn't they save manna in the ark of the covenant? Yes, they did. So, what did they save manna for in the ark of the covenant? That was the golden bowl. Of man, and so that represented the word of Elohim, and that's why it didn't go bad. Whereas any other man you kept over overnight is spoiled, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, the gold speaks to divinity. So, um, so the so the man rep- represented Orulah. Uh, Yes. So Yahshua words and sayings, his commandments, replace that manna. Well yes. Okay. Yes, and that's why, you know, when he led us out of when he led Israel out of physical Misraim, just like with physical Egypt before spiritual Misraim, it was destroyed. Right. You know, so you know the parallel is, is is very uh you know, very strong you know, with, with that. Is that the parallel you were talking about? Oral verse Rick? No. You're talking about the That's first, the first question. question? Yeah. No. What was the question? What's the end Israel process? coming out of Canaan? Mm-hmm. End the Mithraim? Israel coming out of Canaan. End the Mithraim. I got one. Coming when out they, of Canaan. Oh when they went to Oh, you're talking about when they were going in the right Out of Canaan in the Rain. no No